Thundergrunt Podcast Network. I've known Joe and his entire family for a very long time. And at one point, I was hanging out with his little sister. We had ran out to go grab something to eat. And when we got back in the car, I closed the door. I came around the corner and looked down. And right there in the gutter, right there next to the curb was a crisp $100 bill. Man, that was a lucky day. Curioso. A curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters. A collector of knowledge. Curioso podcast. Blimps over Baltimore. Blimps over Baltimore. Baltimore blimps. Okay. Rolling away, <clears throat> flying up to Pennsylvania. <laughs> so stupid. We don't know how it got loose. Well, here's my favorite. They don't know. How I know, it got loose. I know. But here's my favorite part. So, so there's a blimp that loses its tether, flies away. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they're made for? The blimps? Yeah, surveillance. They're made for aerial surveillance. Yeah. As in, the point is, is that they're supposed to track. Aerial vehicles. Right. Okay, so there's two of them over Baltimore. Well, and Like, each of them, like, what, like $4 billion a piece or yeah, something yeah. like that? They were, they were a test thing to see if surveillance uh, stuff for people yeah. in Baltimore, uh, it would work for that as well. Okay. Because you could have them on 24 hours a day, see all over the place, yada, yada, yada. Okay, but yes, yes, Big in a brother. dystopian like <laughs> that's where like they're going batman that's where uh, they're going what is what is the one like um like that batman the animated series future right mm-hmm. is what i so but the thing <laughs> is is that they, you so you have two blimps okay mm-hmm. they're for aerial, aerial surveillance but they're all they're supposed to also track um aerial vehicles mm. so to prevent another 9-11 kind of thing from happening right okay right. so one gets loose you still have one in the sky and they can't freaking find the other one. That does not sound lucky at all. But do, you know what I mean? It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Like, how do you still have one in the air and it can't find the other one? That's I the whole they can't damn track each point other. of the balloons. They can't track each other. Why would you do that? Apparently not. They had to wait till it was an know, extra it billion ca- dollars. They caught up in a power line. <laughs> right. Maybe they should have spent a little bit more money on the tethers. And you know what, how they got it down? It lost. Okay, so it lost uh, internal pressure and. Got to maybe two, three hundred feet off the ground. They shot it down. Oh, yeah, yeah. They shot like twenty shots into it. No, it was like a hundred. Oh, was it like a like hundred rounds trying to get this stupid balloon Just down? So it got yeah. In Four billion dollars. Surveillance equipment. Let's just fire some rifles into it. I mean, it's like um. What what is it like Independence Day when when the the newscaster came on and they were like. Please stop firing your guns at the <laughs> at the flying saucer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not lucky. All right, Joe. Today we are recording our 73rd episode. Oh, that's right. 73. 73. Sheesh. That's so, a that's a that's a number close to your heart. It, it is. And your leg. It, it is. It is <laughs> as well. So 73 has always been my lucky number. Right. So now I've never understood why it doesn't. It here's the we've thing: we've made is, up a few things over the years. We have, which, we have. Some are a little graphic. There are some some jokes which we just can leave that one alone. But okay. anyway, the point is is that I do I have a tattooed on my leg mm-hmm. in in a pair of dice, mm-hmm. right? With a uh, like instead of a six, it's an extra dot in it as a seven. <laughs> I remember, so it's seventy three. I remember being at the tattoo shop when you got that. Yeah, and the tattoo artist is like. You want what now? Yeah, a seven. And it's like, oh, how do you, what, huh? <laughs> Just put an extra dot on the dice. Jeez. Right. So it's it's 73 instead of a, you know, of a six or whatever. But seven, 73 is always just keeps on coming up in my life. Like I see it all the time. And if I'm going to play like Kino or something like that, if I'm at mm. the bar and I play, you know, a game of Kino, I always add 73. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll add 37. Being the inverse and everything okay. else, okay. so I'll add a like seven, the number seven and the number three, you know what I mean, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, or if I'm playing like Powerball or whatever, right? I always add those numbers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't know what it is. I've just 
it's just popped up, and I've seen it a lot, and I, I always like it. So it's a number that I associate with me. Gotcha. Um, and then I found out that apparently there is uh, another person who likes 73 who's yeah. on, on some TV show. TV thing. show, right? Yeah. So you and I are not big sitcom fans. No, not at we're, all. We're such curmudgeons. We're like, yeah. oh, we don't like sports ball like, and sitcoms. Get off my lawn. That's yeah. me. But you're, yeah. even, you're even worse than I, oh, I am oh, because yeah. I watch all of the – I watch like – You all, at least watch TV. I do, but the TV <laughs> that I watch are all like, uh, like the superhero shows Yeah. because growing up, I was all about superheroes. I know. So I know. now that they're on TV, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch yeah, those. They, they've come and, to life. Yeah, and you won't yeah. even do that. No. <laughs> Because I'm afraid they're going to be sitcom-y. Well, it's lucky to or, me. It's lucky that they're on TV, so I'm going to watch them. And that, that's fine. That's fine. I just I, – it's either a soap opera or a sitcom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's all – every time I'm like, I'll try TV this month. Yeah. Turn it on. I'm like, oh, it's a soap opera. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Well, Crime, drama, you know, action here. It's a soap opera or a sitcom. Well, let me just say not we're uh, like pr- not – we're like a quarter of the way into season three of S.H.I.E.L.D., and uh, you might not have liked it at first, but it's getting really good. See, Just saying. But how do I jump into something that's getting good when I started it well, off with hating it? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? You have Netflix. Watch the first two seasons. Blech. It's it's all on there. Anyway, okay, but that's not the point. The point was is I was going to talk about – what's his name? Sheldon? Yes. He's like yeah. the guy from Adelson. Big Bang Theory and apparently 73 is his favorite he, number as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, our friends over at Epic Delusion did some koozie. Beer yeah, koozies. with the 73 on there. Yeah, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah, what? Chris is 73. <laughs> well, I'm going to snag this thing. And then he told me about the whole TV show thing. Yeah, which is we literally did not know – yeah. Until then. Yeah. Because we no, we never watch it. So, mm-hmm. But apparently when he talked about 73, it was on the 73rd episode oh, nice, as well nice. that he was talking about it. But, yeah, I mean 73 has a lot of different things. Uh, I, 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 there's a lot of different things like with square roots and stuff like that where, mm. where he talks about why he likes it. So, right, you know, right. and, Is, Was it also on Herbie the Love Bug? The old oh, 60s. You know what? You asked me this the other day and I haven't got a chance to, to look it up. So what is Herbie's number? Herbie the Love Bug's number is 73. And I had to, I mean, I'm sorry, 53. Damn. And I 53. Had to, yeah, and I had to look that up just to, to figure it out. But okay, yeah. I know it's something three. Yeah. All right, so let's define luck if we can. Late 15th century from the Middle Dutch, Luc, L U C, which was a shortening of Guluk, G H E L U C, for happiness or good fortune. However, Luken. Guluk? Yeah, Guluk. Really? That's yeah, very like, much like, like good, good luck. luck. Yeah. Yeah. However, uh, Luken was a verb in Middle English dating back to the 15th century, and it also meant to happen or chance. Okay. It can also be found going back to the 12th century in Old Frankish, which is like the Netherlands, Germany, Denmark, that whole little area was called the, the Frankish region. I, I did not know that. I've, uh, I've, it's I've 12th heard. century. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, when there were Frankensteins? <laughs> right. Frankensteins. Uh, where they had a word called Galuki. G-A-L-U-K-K-I. That just sounds like a pierogi to me. <laughs> it does. It sounds like <laughs> some sort of side dish that goes with a pierogi. A good Luki. You know what I mean? Uh, you not- want some good Luki? <laughs> <laughs> it goes well with my crepes. It spread to the Middle High German as Gluck, uh, G-L-U-Umlau-C-K, uh, luck, good fortune, or happiness. Wow, all of them sound very much like good luck. Mm-hmm. Before, now this is b- before the, the 12th century, uh, just about the end of the Middle Ages, the Old English and Middle English uh, – used a term um, before luck, and it was speed, S-P-E-D-E. Like spede? Well, it was like, uh, you know, God's speed to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. God's luck to you. Basically, it meant good fortune. That's, that's pretty cool. So they all have these similar roots, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, luck and gluck and speed and... So I just, you know, I found it really, really interesting. But even before that, 
Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Here's the best part. The Old Norse, yeah, they had a term called hap, which meant chance or good luck. And that's where we get the word happy, which ha- all of these derive from happiness and chance or good luck. Happiness, chance, good luck. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I wonder, uh, you know what? We didn't uh, – I'd, I'd like to maybe find out what the entomology of fortune is. Mm, they're, they're, it's kind of convoluted. <laughs> a lot of the, the synonyms, anonyms, uh, they all kind of intermingle. Mm-hmm. Webster's Dictionary describes it as a hold, – hold, hold on. Are you – What? Are you doing like a ninth grade report on this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Webster's Dictionary. (laughs) I'm just teasing you, man. But that's okay. So the definition I found that covers everything that I was researching, yeah, is Webster's. Okay, you know, uh, it just, it's kind of a trusted thing. You know, it's been around for a bajillion years. Yeah, at least since I was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) I kind of trust them over Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. So Webster's describes luck as a purposeless, unpredictable, and uncontrollable force that shapes events favorably or unfavorably for an individual, a group, or a cause. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cultures vary on the views, whether it be faith, superstition, whether they call it fate, chance, fortune, some differ on the, the, the hows and the whys that luck plays a part. So since you were talking about you know, different people's views on luck around the world, mm-hmm. uh, I, I found a, a pretty good article. It's just on a blog called Vancouver Sun uh, mm. that I found. And this is uh, basically about you know, the, the history of luck. And, mm. you know, In he, Vancouver? Well, no, I just think this guy happens to be from Vancouver. So, gotcha. uh, so you know, he was uh, – he talked to Ithras Saeed. He is a um, – uh, he's a PhD of communications at Simon Fraser University. And he, he was saying that um, pretty much Muslims don't believe in luck. Okay. Uh, the reason why is because instead of, you know, things having to do with chance or superstition, mm-hmm. it's actually God's will or – Allah's will, right? That that you know, it's designed by God, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's kind of like their idea. But there's you know, that's it goes along the idea of like God smiling down upon you, right. you know what I mean? Right. Is, it ha- has a lot to do with you know with the the, the same idea as luck. But mm-hmm. instead of like something coming from a talisman or from some sort of lucky charm. Mm-hmm. The idea is is God is bestowing that upon you. The big you. guy. Yeah. yeah. The, so. the Whatever religion, they have a hierarchy, and there's always some guy on top or some creature on top mm-hmm. that is kind of pulling the strings and making stuff happen or not making stuff happen, whatever the case may be. But all religions have some sort of higher being or higher thing. Yeah. Now, there's also like a difference between, say, Zen Buddhists who do not believe there is any transient power of good fortune, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to Pure Land Buddhists, who, uh, you know, they're not above lighting some incense or offering fruit to their ancestors mm-hmm. or wearing amulets to encourage good fortune. Uh, Hinduism, they also will uh, give out blessings to Lakmashi. She's the goddess of success during Diwali. The Festival of Lights. Many Hindus uh, will draw, you know, different folk art on the floors uh, to, you know, of the floors of the like temples and stuff. Temple yeah. to, you know, to lure luck in. Joe, what do you find lucky in your life? Uh, uh, waking up. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, coffee. Um, Cold yeah. beer after a long day. None yeah, of those are like lucky charms, though. That's what I'm trying to ask I you. I mean, lucky charms. <laughs> I do like lucky charms uh, if I'm feeling frisky. Yeah. But um, well, there's certain no, things no. that I always keep in my pocket. Like I always keep a pen knife in my pocket. Uh-huh. I don't necessarily think that's lucky. You no, know no, I mean? that, that's just. I always the... keep a um, what's it, what's it called a uh, a poker chip in my pocket. Okay. Okay, but that's not because it's lucky. That's because I like to twirl it throughout my fingers. Right. Because it looks cool. 
No, I mean, it's to keep my fingers loose because I, know, I, I, know, I rip I phone books and yeah. decks of cards. And having that dexterity, right. uh, actually, it works out your muscles. Helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, kind of like if anybody's ever watched or rather, sorry, excuse me, read The Gunslinger, actually, you're going to be able to watch it eventually because mm. uh, I heard it's going to be like a TV series. Mm. But um, if you've ever read The Gunslinger and any of those associated books that uh, that Stephen King did, right. he taught the, 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 Oh man, who is it? Who's the evil guy? The guy who he's the been... antagonist. Anyway, um, so he actually flips a bullet the same way oh, through okay. his fingers. Yeah, you know. And I do that with a a poker chip, and I mm-hmm. always keep that in my pocket. I don't necessarily think it's lucky. I try to keep two in case I want to teach someone how to do it. Right? <laughs> what? Why is that? Funny? I just nothing. Go back to our uh, our last episode, and you'll understand why I'm giggling so much. Okay. So anyway, um, so the you know I keep those things with me, but I don't really think of them as you know a, a, lucky, a lucky charm, yeah, or, or an totem. amulet of some sort. You know, I, I see. I don't have any of those. Mm-hmm. I, I have a uh, a Goyan have... coin that a friend well, of mine gave me. Yeah. There's a couple different meanings with that. With that. Um, you give it to someone that you like as a friend or relationship, and it can also be considered lucky, you know, and uh, prosperous, you know, uh, good luck for your, your your wallet, basically. Okay, so— I don't wear it as that. Yeah. I just wear it as a remembrance of a friend and, you know, maybe I'll get to go to Japan one day. Well, with that, the coin, mm-hmm. so explain it a little bit. It's a, uh, a five— Five cent piece. It's mm-hmm. a yen. Uh, so it's a little coin with a hole in the middle. It's like yeah. a little coin donut. Now, I don't know if you know this, Joe, but specifically a coin with a hole in it is supposed to be more lucky than any other type of coin. Because it's round, right? Well, it's, it's, there's lots of different things. Now, the idea of, of coins being lucky mm-hmm. has been around for a long, long time. So mm-hmm. I guess this is where we'll really, really get started here. Okay. Uh, so... You know, of course, you have a few few superstitions with that, Mm -hmm. and that is money on the floor, money in the door. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. So the idea is that if you have some sort of a shop, you know, you throw a few coins on the ground, you're you know, and you're throwing money on the floor, you're getting people inside, right? Right. right. And that's you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just throw it on your carpet, you know, or that. So, but also the pick a penny. Or, or find a penny, pick it up all day long, you'll have good luck, mm-hmm. right? As heard in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the idea behind that really is the, is the fact that finding metal is actually supposed to be good luck. Well, because so it's always it's, worth something. It's, it's always worth something. It's, right. it's, you know, it's not necessarily a precious metal like gold, but a lot of the time when you found a coin— it was traditionally made out of gold or silver right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now nowadays, you know, the you know, the 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 idea of the value is, you know kinda lost. Yeah, but you know it, what it's I mean? still there that it's or rather it's given the, the government has given the value to it. Right, right. So, because they're basically promissory notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but, uh, you know, that's the whole idea. Also, you know, pennies originally being copper, mm-hmm. you know, they were also made out of, you know, precious metals as well. So, right. so that's, the, that's kind of the idea of finding metal, the coin thing mm-hmm. with having the hole in it. Uh, supposedly, they're supposed to be more lucky. Because there's. I think they hold two? luck in the center. Ah, is okay. the idea. So I've seen things where, like, Round fruits in some cultures are lucky to eat. Really? Because it's just their shape, you know? It's a, like an egg, like fertility and luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other cultures that believe in that as well. A few other kind of superstitions having to do with pennies or, or, or finding that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is uh, just carrying a penny for luck, right? Just a normal penny, right? Uh, it's even better if you find one on the ground. And now okay. there are... Some differences. Some people say that picking the penny, it should be heads up. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that if it's it's, uh, tails up, you leave it there. Mm -hmm. Now, there's also – there's something that my mother does, which is, you know, she always sees a penny on the ground, and she picks it up, and she's like, oh, Mr. Lincoln, I couldn't leave you face down, right? (laughs) But here's – it's just something that she's always said that has stuck with me. But, you know, one of the strange things about the penny that we have, right, because it – You only have one penny? Well – not, yes, the one penny that I have. Okay. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> well, no, when the when we changed from the wheat penny, that, I believe that came in in 1909. That mm. 
before that we had a few different eagles and like yeah, yeah, 13 yeah, yeah. rings and different mm-hmm. things like that for the colonies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but eventually we changed to the wheat penny. And then after that, we wound up getting the penny that had uh, Lincoln on one side. And then on the other side, it had the, the Lincoln Monument, right. which also you can see him in the Lincoln Monument. Yeah, yeah, so there. technically it's a penny with two faces. Right. Which is a very odd thing throughout culture. Mm-hmm. I know we're not doing like a change episode, but I mean, but <laughs> it is episode. to have two heads is is kind of weird. Well, I've seen those. You can get those in gag shops. Yeah, but not an actual, yeah, you know, know. monetarily yeah, approved yeah. minted, you know, so technically, in circulation. yeah, technically there's two heads on that penny. So, uh, so the, the thing is also, you know, anyway, so that has to do with it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The uh, emancipation and and everything else, Mm -hmm. you know, picking that up. So also tossing a penny overboard while traveling at sea, one sure a safe trip, Mm -hmm. keeping jars of penny in the kitchen for good luck. In the kitchen? Yeah. Specifically in the kitchen for good luck. Why in the kitchen? Make like a good uh, to make a good cake. I don't know. I just think that that's where like everybody always congregates. You ever have a party? Yeah, yeah. No, you know it's what I mean. People are always the in there. You know yeah. what I mean. But I think that also has to do with you know like the swear jar. Some uh, people, yeah. You know be. what I mean. Put, what about um, uh, what do they call those uh, wishing wells? Well, that was another thing too, uh-huh. as well, and that has to do with tossing you know it in. And the whole idea is that you're kind of giving giving an offering, right? Right. right. You're you're sort of you're tossing away a penny. Uh, just like to ensure a safe trip, you know, mm-hmm. you're also you can do that into, you know, tossing it into a wishing well or into you know a fountain of some sort. Right. So is, is a, you, I just remember the Goonies. Sorry, we, this one's mine. <laughs> right. This wish is mine. I'm taking it back. Goonies. So also uh, putting a penny into a purse or a wallet that you give someone mm. is uh, supposed to be good luck for that person. Now, I've seen in like old-timey movies where they put a penny in their, their loper. Now, that – yeah, actually, that, I came across that as well. That has to do with the, the whole bride thing. Well, mm. there's penny loafers, but that came from the old wives' tale. Uh, it's actually a Victorian rhyme. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, and a silver sixpence in your shoe. See, I've never heard the end of that. I didn't know that was – Yeah, I've heard the first part. Right? And that comes from weddings. Right? Okay. So the idea is that you know, a bride is supposed to have all this stuff. Now, of course, it's changed <laughs> uh-huh. from a silver sixpence to – putting a lucky penny in your shoe. So the bride is supposed to keep a lucky penny in there. And right. I don't know if you've ever, like, I have a seven-year-old son, so I have plenty of change in my shoe just periodically. Sometimes Legos. <laughs> they just drops it in ju- there. You know what I mean? Just right, like, you right. know, sometimes I'll put my foot in there and find, like, you know, like a Disney Infinity character. Sure. You know, yeah. all kinds of things. A so cupcake. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know, whatever it feels like putting in your shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the you know the idea of the lucky penny in your shoe that actually stems from that uh, wedding ceremony portion of it having nice. with the penny loafers. Nice. So, a few other things you also have are uh, <clears throat> finding a penny means more money is coming your way. Mm-hmm. Same idea, money is on that, the floor, money in the door. Right. Is that um, foreshadowing? I think so. Yeah. You know, here's a little bit now. Don't spend it all in one place. And you might get some later. Um, And like I was talking about, coins with holes specifically are especially lucky. What if they are holy coins? Like, Like they're a relic of some sort? Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I suppose they would be even better. Okay. Now, one of the superstitions like you were talking about, the wishing well. Mm -hmm. uh, So some people just toss it, flick it. You wish, you know what I mean? You're not supposed to tell people you wish. Right, A lot right. like blowing out candles in your birthday cake. Or the, sort of or the wishbone in a turkey or a shooting star or uh, what's the dandelion? Oh, you, you blow the dandelion. There's a lot, of, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of superstition with, uh, you know, uh, people wanting wishes well, and, the, and good luck. The idea with the penny is that you're also supposed to toss it over your left shoulder. Like salt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and I, th- I believe that, I, I think. Is it the heart? Thing. I think it might be the heart thing, but then you also have the idea of the, your left side being your sinister side. Ooh, I like that. So you're tossing the penny with your right hand over your left shoulder. And as if anybody knows, mm-hmm. the devil always sits on your left shoulder and the angel on your right. So if you're tossing the penny really? or, or the salt over your left shoulder, you're hitting the devil in the face with it. Ah, gotcha. So it's get thee back, Satan. Right. So we don't want to get too much into the God's left-handed peed. stuff. Because we not, might— Not God's peed. God's speed. 
Just some uh, – we're talking about the, the lucky penny and everything. Just some other common usage that I found with luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already said, uh, well, kind of, uh, luck of the draw. You're talking about gambling yeah. and games. Uh, down on your luck. You know, uh, just my luck. A stroke or a piece of luck. I've never heard a piece of luck. A no? stroke of luck, I've well, heard. I think a piece of luck probably is, is an older term. Yeah. As in, like, finding a piece of eight or a piece of gold or, you know, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Tough luck. No such luck. In luck. As luck would have it. Any luck? Question mark. So I just, I think it's, it, they all kind of resemble the same thing. You're basically either asking for good luck, hoping for good luck, or hoping for, no, you know, not bad luck, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's the, the thing is it, it can be both, you know. So like uh, one of these is no such luck. Uh, that basically says to me that you didn't have great luck. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't have the worst. I mean, just kind of in the middle. Like nothing happened. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, you probably didn't get that promotion or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, You know, and one thing I wanted to bring up also since we're talking about it, and we've already done quite a few bad luck things. Mm. So th- with this, we're trying to speak mostly about good luck here. Right. I mean, that's uh, – we were actually drinking uh, Lucky Buddha brand we, beer. We certainly are. We hoping some, to bring up our good luck. Good luck. <laughs> we, <laughs> right. we, need to br- we need to bring up some of our, uh, our reviews, too. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're hoping to do this episode to get some good reviews here. Are we both rubbing the Buddha belly now? We are both rubbing the Buddha right. belly. Awesome. I found a little bit about the Buddha belly. Okay. okay. But I can't find out why specifically it's lucky. Mostly I found the, the, the happy fat Buddha. Okay. Right? So It's like a prosperity thing, isn't it? It is. Because when, when you're rich and... and You've got lots of food and, and uh, you know, comfortable clothes. You can sit around and get fat. Right. Right? Yeah, like me. So, <laughs> but the, 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 so the, the problem is, is the laughing Buddha is not the same Buddha as, like, the Siddhartha Buddha. Right. So, which is, like, the Hindu mythology. Because you always see, like, the laughing Buddha at Chinese restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like, throughout, you know what I mean? When you go to get Chinese food, you, you see the laughing Buddha. Right. He's a jovial so, character. Yeah, so uh, that Buddha is not – it should not be confused with the, uh, you know, the original Siddhartha Buddha. Mm-hmm. Two totally different things. The laughing Buddha is actually uh, – uh, I believe it's Budai is, is his original name. And he is one of the um, – he depicts – he's a Chinese deity from pre-Buddhist folklore. Um, and in Japan, he's referred to as Hotai. He's considered one of the seven luck gods. Hmm. So, um, sounds the seven luck gods seems very similar to uh, maybe the seven virtues, or you know what I mean, or maybe maybe more like the seven deadly sins. And Pretty the laughing close. Buddha seems like he might be gluttony. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but uh, just kind of wanted to bring that up. So anyway, uh, the idea is rubbing his belly. Now I couldn't really find any reason why rubbing his belly actually creates luck for you. So, well, do you remember when we did our first? Notable animals episode. Mm-hmm. Remember the elephant's tail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That you, yeah. you would rub it for luck. Right. So I think it's just it's a a talisman. It's a totem. It's any number of things, you know. And you rub the belly, or you pull on the the elephant's tail, or whatever you do with the object, and it's supposed to impart some kind of good fortune, good luck, happiness, whatever the case may be. Yeah, actually, there's also um, there's a, a, a statue in Annapolis. Uh, it's it's Hyman Rickover's uh, Hyman Rickover, and he has a very very shiny nose. Um, now uh, it's a it's a bust of Hyman Rickover, and and the whole reason why he has the shiny nose is people rub it for for good luck. Mm-hmm. So he's apparently outside of the or right inside the door at the nuclear science building mm-hmm. at the uh, Naval Academy in, okay. in Baltimore. So did he die of radiation poisoning? No, I don't think so. He's he's um. Yeah, you know what? I I 
I was never in the Navy, so I can't tell you. But I believe he's, you know, some sort of a admiral okay. or something, okay. you know. But the point is, is that his nose is completely, like the antiquing on his nose mm-hmm. is completely gone, and it is very, very shiny. And the idea right. behind it is that rubbing his nose gives you good luck. Now, did he have so, a very prominent, large nose? I believe he has a pretty prominent schnoz. Okay. So maybe, so. maybe that's a, you know, you, you pick something that is... It is uh, you know, prominent, of note, uh, something interesting. Oh, okay. So he's the father of the nuclear submarine, which is oh. why he's in the nuclear sciences building. Okay, very good. So, yeah. So, Joe, you know how we were talking about uh, the, the pennies mm-hmm. and finding some metal? Right. Right? <laughs> I love it when we say, back in the oldie times. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't really have a specific a specific date or year for this sort of thing, right? Right. Um, unless you re- – I mean, we're, we're diving into stuff, but, I mean, we're, we're not we're not your kind of researchers that are paid, you know, well, and we only grants do, by colleges to go do this sort of thing, right? And we do right? under, you know, a two-hour episode. Yeah. You so. know, so we can't really <laughs> delve into the entire history and plot it out for you. So with, with the idea of uh, – have you ever heard of fairy – you know, like fairy folk, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about elves and goblins and, and right. fairies and that Nymphs sort of thing. And things. So one of, the, one of the traditional ways to hurt one of those kind of creatures mm. is with using iron. So, you know, of course, with werewolves, you have silver. Like and silver and sometimes bullets, vampires. Right? Uh, vampires, a lot of the time, silver as well as stakes and things like that. Mm. With fairies, it's always iron. Really? Yeah. Okay. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm up on my fairy, you know. Mythology. How do you not know how to kill a fairy? I haven't been to the Ren Fair. Unless you're oh, no, I went once. Then you could just spray it with. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, those damn fairies. <laughs> it bit me. What'd you expect it to do? <laughs> so, um,. One of the ways in order that you can keep uh, those things away is is by using iron. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the time, people would put iron above their front door to keep, you know, fairies and goblins and, and you know, like the hill folk away. As because, a ward. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, there's different, all kinds of different stories about uh, those kind of creatures coming in, stealing your baby and replacing mm. them. Right, right. Right, with, with uh, you know... One of their babies so it'll be raised by, yeah. by, by, you know, human hands. Right. And somehow and it doesn't act the same way as a real person would and this, that, and the other. Yeah. yeah. So, so one of the ways that you can keep the, those, those daggone fairies away is by putting iron above your door. And the iron that most people put above their door are iron horseshoes. Ah, yeah. So finding a horseshoe is typically good luck because mm-hmm. of that idea of, you know, you, you know it, it's, it was shod and then eventually it would fall off and you would find it. And, you, you know, it's the same sort of things like finding a penny. You're mm-hmm. finding a chunk of metal, which mm-hmm. can, you know, I've seen, um, you know, I've seen some really cool things too, like, uh, like uh, railroad ties yeah. and horseshoes mm-hmm. that are take and, uh, taken turned into knives, things like that. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Because of definitely. the iron content in them. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, I, I just, you know, just thought that was kind of neat, you know. I would think that you would, if you had a, you know, a, a you know, iron knife that was made out of a horseshoe, you could really get at those <laughs> terrible fairies, you know. Right, I mean? and if you kept it the shape of the horseshoe and mm-hmm. sharpened it, you could throw it like a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> It would make your uh, your horseshoe game a hell of a lot more interesting yeah. when you're throwing it at people. <laughs> so, um, also, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, they typically think, you know, some of these fairies can, you know, cause like uh, your your cows to stop giving milk. Your, mm-hmm. you know, I any mean, number of ailments can be blamed yeah. on any number of mythological creatures back in the oldie times. Yeah. So you also see certain things like you know the iron horseshoes. Mm-hmm. They'll take them and they'll put them. Like, uh, you know, over the, like, you know, in the American Midwest, mm-hmm. you would uh, see them a lot of the time on the top of a gate that you, you know, to get into a ranch and things right, like that, right. you know? So, so I think a lot of that carried over here from, you know what I mean, from our Irish, Scottish, and All English the ancestors. And came you know? over, yeah. So. Another fun animal thing that I found was a beazor. What? Oh, they beazors are good luck. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys don't know, it's basically material that is not digested in an animal's stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's hair, uh, food fibers, uh, some animals eat dirt. Think and 
mud. A cat hairball. Yeah, but it is somehow sat in the stomach for quite a while and has compressed and become, you know, pretty pretty sturdy, like a little hard stone almost, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like a clay ball. Yeah, well, like, a, like a kidney stone or something like right. that, except for this is actually in the stomach. The word uh, biazor comes from a Persian word meaning antidote to poison. Uh, there is some evidence that biazors were made of hair. They, they can also a lot of the time be made of hair or people that are biting their nails right. well, as the, well can, can kind of stay in your stomach for a while. Well, long apparently time. what they're saying is that uh, people would, I guess, on purpose eat hair and stuff to make these, you know, basically a, a human or an animal hairball. And they were used to absorb small amounts of arsenic in your stomach. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it works. So they're good luck for uh, in case you get poisoned or something but that's, like that. Well, that's where the history of that word comes from. Like yeah. you would eat a little bit of your hair and stuff. In case you got poisoned, it would take care of the— It would, the, it would just soak it all up. Right. Uh, also, they can, they can also be used to uh, trapture, capture dream. The, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the whole reason why I found out about it is because— it was in, uh, I believe, the very first comic book of of, uh, of Sandman. Right. Being Dream of the Endless in uh, mm. the Vertigo imprint of DC. Right, So right. The, 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 the wizard mm-hmm. captured, uh, uh, captured Sandman, Morpheus. He's got a lot of different names. I know, yeah. You know, Apollo. Yeah. But he's one guy. Just throughout different cultures, they call mm. him different things. So he is the Sandman, the the, the god of sleep, basically, mm-hmm. right? So the embodiment of dream. Mm. He was actually captured and kept inside of like a glass bubble, be- and uh, they used a, a trichobezoar mm-hmm. in order to do that, which is a ball of hair right, stuck in right. somebody's I mean, and the, gullet. They're still used as lucky charms, talismans for psychic healing and protection against poison. That's that's awesome. Yeah, so I just thought it was neat. Oh, Joe, you know, since I, I, I totally forgot to mention when we were discussing horseshoes, mm-hmm. do you know the way that you're supposed to put a horseshoe up? Up, like if you're going to hang it like, above your door. Oh, I thought you meant like to shoe a horse. I'm like, how? I'm not a farrier. <laughs> I've never shot a horse in my life. <laughs> I think we know one farrier, but I don't know how <laughs> she does it. So. Um, a lot of people say that what you do is that you put the horseshoe with the two points sticking up. Okay. And the reason why is because you want the luck to stay inside. And oh, as, a, as like a, a cup. A cup. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, some people say that you actually turn it the opposite way and put the two points down. And mm-hmm. the whole idea is that the luck will fall on you Ooh. as you come through the door. Ah, okay. So there are differing ideas of, of, of which way to turn the horseshoe. Of course. I've always been one to to think that the horseshoe points go up, Mm -hmm. of course, holding on to the luck. Yeah, that's that's how I would would see it. So, Joe, one of the things that I I, wanted to say is that we're trying to focus mainly on good luck here because – We've uh, we've already done. If you take a look at our thirteenth episode, we talked about the number thirteen mm-hmm. and did a lot of bad luck yeah. having to do associated with that number. Mm-hmm. Also, we just recently did in our Halloween crypt kicker, crypt kick, kick blah. <laughs> you can never say it. I can't. Our Halloween crypt kicker five. I really, I'm only through half a beer here. I, I don't. Know, I know. I'm only through half a lucky Buddha here. <laughs> right. Keep rubbing that belly. Yeah. So. Um, I don't want to say it again. Uh, so we just did uh, a curses episode. Curses. And one thing that I didn't – that I think we forgot to mention after we recorded that episode. Mm. Uh, you had driven with me up to our studio, mm-hmm. and I was, uh, I was driving you home. Right. Uh, on the way home, back to your house, mm-hmm. a black cat <laughs> ran across our path right after we had recorded our curses episode. Yep. That 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 totally happened, right? Yeah, yeah totally yeah. happened. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> but that's all. I think it only affects you if you believe in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mind think, over matter or mind over black cats. I think that has a lot to do with curses and or good luck, both. Well, I think that's the whole point we're trying to make. Yeah. You know? So I, I think it's one of those things like you make your own luck sort of thing. It's it's right? the the glass is half empty or half full. It's the the horseshoe is upside down or right side up. Yeah, that's that's all we're saying. You know, you you know, use it how you how you see it. All right. So I want to talk about one of my favorite 
Lucky Charms, not the cereal. I don't necessarily have, uh, you know, an, uh, an attraction or a need to have one of these as a luck charm. I just like them because I think they're cute and they're neat. And I'm talking about the Maniki Neko. It's the little waving cat you oh, okay. see in the Chinese food stores. All right. Uh, it's traditionally Japanese. That's where it comes from. Well, you, you can, I can tell you about five or six different like, uh, dollar stores that you can get one yeah, at right but now. I want one of the big, giant gold ones <laughs> that constantly just waves at you. That's made out of porcelain or whatever? Yeah, yeah, and it just waves back and forth. It was first documented in 1870, but its origins probably go back a lot further than that. Uh, there's a theory that the cat became popular at the end of the Edo period, uh, when Western sensibilities caused, uh, I don't want to, I mean, caused kind of a, a phallic worship and prostitution to kind of go underground. So they had to start coming up with different ways to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it literally means the beckoning cat. Like it's beckoning you in? Right. And, and you usually see them in, you know, uh, businesses and, and, and stuff like that, uh, shops and stuff. So yeah, it's a symbol of prosperity and good luck and, 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 and money, basically. Uh, if the cat is raising its right paw, it will attract money. If it is raising its left paw, it will attract customers. And sometimes I've seen a, a few instances where both paws are raised, mm-hmm. but you don't really see a lot of those. Yeah, it's usually just like the right It's hands, just the one. The right paw. Yeah. Well, now you know. even at you. Uh, right is for money. Left is for customers. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, that's weird. Yeah, I just said that. So if you have them both up money and, and waving customers. at the same time and <laughs> yeah. they're just like, hello. Yeah. Hello, hello. Give me your money. They're like wacky inflatable arm-waving tube men. Right, as, but as, ceramic cats. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name's Dana Mae Scarborough, and I'm a photographer. You can check my stuff out at www.facebook.com slash Dana Mae, that's M-A-E, photography, and you're listening to the Curiosa Podcast. Do you remember our first live show? Uh, that was before the... Uh, the uh, uh, vaudeville. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you remember the gift basket? Uh, we had like a big palmistry hand, mm-hmm. and I do, and I think I know what you're <laughs> going to talk about. what we're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, because Bizarre put a few things into it. They... Bizarre, our friends at Bizarre, who we recorded what Toynbee Tiles at and the Taxidermy episode at, mm-hmm. they also had a few things in there, including a bat that was in Lucite, mm-hmm. and as well, a raccoon penis bone. That's right, a Scott Baculum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually considered lucky charms, uh, especially for fertility and gambling. Now, why is that? I, I don't know. Fertility, I understand, because it's a wiener. Right. You that know. makes sense. Uh, gambling, I don't really know. Uh, I found this thing where it basically says in Polite Company, you call it the Texas toothpick. So I'm, I'm assuming it comes... Oh, God, please don't tell me somebody's <laughs> using a raccoon penis bone as a toothpick. In, well, oldie times, maybe uh, late 1800s, early maybe 1900s. Maybe uh, that's where it comes from, you know? Uh, Texas, California area where there's lots of gambling, mm-hmm. rootin' tootin' hoe down, low down, rootin' tootin' shit. You know? The spider's coming closer. <laughs> there's a spider in the studio. And he just keeps on crawling across the floor at me. Well, stop, stop no, rubbing I'm, the I'm Buddha fine. belly and leave him alone. Alright, Joe, so since we're talking about carrying dead things as luck charms, mm-hmm. uh, one of the major uh, one of the major charms that I remember, uh, you know, from being a kid and, and, you know, going camping and you always find at the camp store, mm. they would sell Lucky Rabbit's feet. Mm-hmm. Right? So now there's, there's – there are some uh, – okay. Do you remember like in the back of like comic books, you would always see those things like x-ray specs and, and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So they would also sell Rabbit's feet except for they mm-hmm. had like some – 
I don't know, things written in it that weren't all that great talking about hoodoo, but they typically use certain words that I wouldn't necessarily use. Okay. But, you know, talking about hoodoo and, like, it has to be killed by a certain, you know, black person, except for they didn't use that word, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because it had to do with, with, you know, with hoodoo, and it was killed uh, under a full moon on a Friday the 13th, and it was cut off the rabbit's back leg, and it was, uh, you know, on a grave. So there's, like, all these... But that was all, like, terrible marketing for the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but just, like, the same thing where it's, like, oh, Charles Atlas, the kid was 98 pounds. It was all that just kind of, like, you know... Puffing up the story yeah, to sell have more. you send your 50 cents in or your dime right. in so that you could get a rabbit's foot. Right, right. But the idea of the rabbit's foot for good luck, nobody really can figure out exactly where it came from. Right. All I know uh, from what I found was... Like he said, uh, it has to be a hind leg, uh, and it's pretty much, I mean, you know, you, what is the saying, you know, hump like rabbits? Because that's what they do. Yeah, so that's the other thing is that they have, you know, they have a lot of agility. Right. They also have, uh, you know, of course, they have the idea of the fertility, just like high, you were talking about yeah, the high reproduction rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing, too, that I had heard about with the raccoon penis bone, mm-hmm. the baculum, mm-hmm. is that uh, you're supposed to tie a uh, tie a little bow around it and keep it in your pocket. <laughs> I tie a well. little bow around my uh, – oh, never mind. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. But no, I, but uh, so, that, you know, that, that was just like another thing that I heard, and I've right. also heard that with the rabbit's foot. Oh, okay. Is that when you get it, you're supposed to take and tie a ribbon around it. Okay. Keep that in your pocket. When so, do you take the ribbon off? Uh, I don't. I don't think you ever do. Is it? Is it like when you wrap a when you tie a string around your finger to remember I, something? It's it's kind of like that, but okay. I think the idea is that you're you're like. It, I, I think it really has to do with that whole hoodoo voodoo sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you're binding that luck to you by to doing it. that. Ah, okay. Yeah, gotcha. So, uh, and a lot of that also, I think, has to do with, you know, possibly witchcraft back in the day, mm-hmm. where people were actually pagans, and mm-hmm. they would, you know, uh, also the rabbit's foot specifically, it's not very good eaten. There's not a whole lot of meat on that. You really yeah. don't need it. Yeah. So, you you know, what do you do? You cure it, and you keep it in your pocket for good luck. Well, it's like, it's like a, people who keep deer antlers and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, exactly. You that's that, that's, I think that's what the idea of the rabbit foot is. Kind of is mm-hmm. so you can't you can't really do anything with it. But you might as well use all of the animal. Yeah, so people would keep it as a you know as like a lucky charm. A totem, yeah, yeah, something. So you know, tie a little ribbon around it, keep it in your pocket, that sort of thing. Now, Joe, did you want to discuss the idea of the four leaf clover, or did you want to leave that for a different episode? Uh, I think we should touch on it. Just touch we've, on it. We've mentioned lucky charms. And that's a big player in the Lucky Charms, the cereal, I mean. Yeah. Well, if you – I mean, we can do both because I pulled up a little thing about Lucky Charms. Go ahead. Go for it. All right. So uh, the – I actually found a blog. Uh, it's blog.generalmills.com, and it's the ultimate guide to Lucky Charms. What? Yeah. So Lucky Charms was uh, – actually came out on St. Patrick's Day in 1963. Wow. It had oat pieces in the shape of bells, fish, arrows, clovers, and X's, green clovers, pink hearts, orange stars, and yellow moon marshmallows. Hmm. The, uh, the cereal was uh, created by developer John Houlihan. Uh, he developed the original prototype based on a Cheerios cereal piece, of, you know, Cheerios kind of clone sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, he also put the chopped up, chopped up pieces of his favorite candy, circus peanuts. Ah. A lot. Now, I know a lot of people hate circus peanuts, but, but yeah, I mean, that's basically gross. what those marshmallows are. They're, they're basically mm. like kind of freeze-dried marshmallows. You right, know? right. Same thing that you know, circus peanuts are. So Lucky the Leprechaun debuted in 1964 with one of the most expensive advertising uh, ro- campaign rollouts to date. It featured a full-color ad in the Sunday comics, plus animated ads featuring uh, Charmin, the Charmin lep- Leprechaun. Uh, on TV. In 1967, a kiss of sugar frosting was added to the oat pieces, and in 1983, purple horseshoes were added. Oh, wow. Yep. So the marshmallow pieces in Lucky Charms are actually called marbits. Marbits? Yeah, that's what they're, you know, the original Weird. marbits uh, 
of the original Marbots, only the pink hearts remain. Huh. Yeah, so it's changed over time. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird because, like, I know the crescent, uh, that was an Egyptian good luck charm. It was mm-hmm. a symbol of Isis. Yeah. The heart is actually a, a Christian tradition. Uh, represents, like, wisdom and, and stuff like that. Already touched touched on the, on the horseshoes. I couldn't find any. There's a couple of different, like, star kind of things, but I couldn't find anything on. It's not really a diamond. It's it's like a like a poker diamond. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. not like a diamond diamond shape. A diamond shape diamond. Like well, that's, diamond. that's the whole idea is that, you know, and uh, I've always kind of wanted to do an episode about this, but representations of things, mm. you know, like the whole idea of the poker diamond not right. actually being the shape of like a cut diamond, like, right. you know what I mean? You, you know, as what we know as a diamond. Right. So you, you right. can say diamond and you can mean like a diamond in a ring or mm-hmm. you can mean like a diamond on a poker. Right. You know, well, there are different symbol. cuts of diamonds for rings. Yeah. You know, teardrop and this and that and that. There are, but, you know, it's just like with hearts, they don't necessarily look like an actual heart. We've had this conversation. Yeah, we have. So I'm just saying, like, the idea of representations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've I've always wanted to do, like, an episode about that, but I haven't found quite my angle Mm -hmm. as of yet. And we'll we'll get to that. In 1975, Lucky almost lost his job for a little while when he was replaced by Waldo the Wizard, and Waldo (laughs) the Wizard kind of sucked. So Lucky... Lucky the the leprechaun came back. Now, I don't know if it is a bit sketchy, but having a leprechaun, uh, I know, I remember the cartoons as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, the leprechaun, like, running through the woods, like, kids chasing him, trying to get his lucky charms, you know, and he's... How like, do you can't get my lucky charms? Yes. Yeah. I, you don't good, laddie. No, no, Shafidu. Burn the house down. You know, that kind of thing. Uh it, it always kind of touched a nerve, like somewhere in the back of my head is like, maybe that's not the character you want to be portraying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're, they're, the only thing that I, I know that traditionally comes from, you know, the Irish is the, the four-leaf clover. Yeah. You know, Irish-Scottish descent. That's where that comes from. Everything else is kind of scattered. Christian, Egyptian, uh, you know, African... Well, you know. Well, you also have the rainbow. That's a that's a new thing, though. That but came out in, like, the 90s. Rainbows have happened for a long time. Yeah, and they know? are considered lucky. Yeah, I would think that seeing a rainbow would be lucky. First off, that the sun is coming out. <laughs> right. But second off, you have, you know, also the idea and the tradition that, you know, the leprechaun hangs out at the end of the rainbow with his pot of gold. His pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, but it's also lucky, you know, in places that don't necessarily get rain. Well, that means yeah. you just had a good bout of rain. Right. And you're going to have some, some new growth. Yeah. Possibly a good harvest. You know, so, yeah, I, I understand it, but. Mm. It's even better, Joe, hmm. when you have a double rainbow. Oh, my God. What does that mean? Whoa. <laughs> double rainbow. That was so funny. It means you just got to finish your bowl pack. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoa. Stupid stoners. <laughs> curmudgeon you're such a curmudgeon. i am <laughs> so okay so we'll get into the, the 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 clover for a second so the original idea of the clover is that it has the three leaves right it was originally used by saint patrick mm-hmm. the patron saint of ireland uh and he used the three leaves to explain the holy trinity one for the father one for the son and one for the holy ghost mm-hmm. christians also viewed the four leaf clover as lucky because it's resemblance of the cross right and some people even believe that the fourth leaf is uh, a symbol of the grace of god so okay. you know so i mean you know they don't just come in two varieties there's also mutant clovers that have like five and Six leaves, you know. Right. Like I mean, that. and if you're lucky enough to ha ha ha, uh, be in a clover patch, mm-hmm. you know, hop down on the ground, you will probably find a four leaf clover. They do happen naturally. Have, have you just, ever found a four leaf clover? Oh, yeah, several times. Yeah. I, I don't. I think I might have found one when I was a little kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, it's a tradition in my family that if you ever find one, you have to, uh, you have to actually. They, there is Throw a, it over your left shoulder? No, there's actually like a <laughs> Bible that I believe my mother has that was passed on by her mother. Really? And yeah, and you're supposed to take it and put it in the book and press it. 
you know, like press flowers. Huh. Yeah, there's so there's like a few four leaf closures in that book. Nice. You know, I'm not nice. going to say a whole lot, but uh, I'm saying that there there are, there are at least a handful of them. Nice. So, okay. Sometimes children in the Middle Ages believed that they could see fairies if they carried a four leaf clover. Oh, it's like a like a, a dowsing rod or some kind of like fairy eye or something like that. I, I think it's kind of more like the glasses and they live. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? If you hold it, you can just see. Roddy, Roddy Piper beating you up. Yeah. (laughs) So the odds of finding a four-leaf clover is actually calculated as 10,000 to one. So if you do find one, you are actually fairly lucky. Yeah, but if you're in a field... It means you have to look through 10,000 clovers to find one. But I'm saying, if you're in a field, there's more than 10,000 clover sprouts. You know what I mean? You're going to find one. Well, there odds is, are pretty good. There is also actually a another Irish tradition that if you find a four-leaf clover, it, it is lucky. Uh-huh. But if you find one with five or more, that's actually unlucky. Oh, you've gone too far. You've gone too far. You've gone right? plaid. It's kind of like when we were talking about uh, 13 on the 13th episode, uh-huh. when we talked about 12 being like a round, even... Christian number, yes. Yeah, a good number. And then when you hit 13... Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you've thrown the whole party off balance. Right, right. You know? But that's a baker's dozen. Well, that's, yeah. That's good. That's, that is luck. That's an extra donut. <laughs> that's right. All right. So we've talked uh, a handful of different cultures and regions and things. If you want to wish good luck on someone in different parts of the world, I've compiled just a little short list that I thought would be fun. Cornish. You would say, Chons da. Just good luck. Uh, wh- where do they speak Cornish? I'm in Cornland. <laughs> Cornsbury? <laughs> no, really. Where do they speak Cornish? Different it's parts of, of uh, Britain. Of, of the UK. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, all right. Cornland. <laughs> it's, like spe- it's like Welsh. Have you ever heard, like, the Welsh accent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Please, no. It's, sorry. It's... <laughs> Was from Torchwood. <laughs> uh, Romanian, Norak, N O R O C. Norak, Norak. It's good luck. Uh, Norwegian, leaky till. <laughs> like, I got a leaky till. I got a leaky till. <laughs> yeah, you can tell them that at IKEA, and hopefully they'll understand. Okay. Lithuanian, this one's for you. Sick miss. Sick miss. Mm hmm. All right. That came off my face, like, really easily. Easy. I, I, yes. I don't know why. Your Lithuanian you know? roots it, are coming out. That's what it is, yeah. They're coming out. Uh, Japanese is gombeti, and Albanian is potch fat. Potch fat? Yeah. I just, I just like the way it's, uh, you know, potch fat. Nice. So, good luck. Yeah. God's peed. <laughs> <laughs> so... Joe, I just had one other thing. Um, there are several comic book characters mm. that are also super powered with luck. Oh, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, sure. The guy from the Daredevil with the thing on his head and he throws things at people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bullseye. Bullseye. Is that skill or is that luck? Oh, he is super powered. Yeah. yeah so but- it's not... It's not supposed to be luck. His superpower is supposed to be accuracy. Aim. But, yeah, aim. Right. But there is uh, another character by the name of Longshot mm-hmm. who is like a kind of a, a mutant. He was in like X-Men or X-Factor and a few of them. Well, he like only had like three fingers. Right? Well, he, would, he was very much like Bullseye uh-huh. where he could throw things and hit it very precisely, precisely with his aim. Mm-hmm. But he was also very good at balancing. So He, he wasn't would, like Gambit where he just throw cards at him and no, blow shit up. No, like – 400 cards and it would just <laughs> right. explode. 52 pickup of yeah. explosions. Yeah. <laughs> you ever yeah. played 52 pickup? Exactly. But, no, uh, Longshot could uh, also balance really well. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a cat. He would always land on his feet, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And he could also, but his power was luck. As well, you have Black Cat mm. from, mm-hmm. right? Kind of says it all. Her, power, her powers were luck and bad luck. Mm-hmm. So she kind of could like curse you. Skirted the line. Well, no, I mean, she had luck herself, but she also could kind of curse you with bad luck. Okay. So, you know, kind of both sides. Mm-hmm. And then you also have, uh, you also have like, uh, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. But her thing is more like pr- probability manipulation sort okay. of thing. So it's like, 
it's the same like kind odds. of like, yeah, it's kind of like the same ideas. Like she eventually got other powers where she could, you know, change reality and things like that. But she also has the power to basically, you know, uh, yeah, it's like pro- pro- probability ma- manipulation. Okay, so yeah. it's she the should be same good at sort like of a, thing as a casino. As yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I believe there's also a character that's called Shamrock. Okay. okay. Who is a very, very minor villain uh-huh. who also has the power of good luck? Is he like so, uh, like Vulture? Well, it's a girl. You know, and she's he's like a minor villain. Yes, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. But, oh, universe. even even more minor. <laughs> even more even minor. Even more minor. Okay. Because even like Vulture has been in like a few different a few, like Spider-Man video a few games. Comics. Vulture is actually kind of cool. I know, but he started think, off pretty pretty like you know like bad guy of the week. When, yeah, he is kind of well. He's kind of like you. He's just like a curmudgeonly old man. Yeah, yeah. Who's That's just why like, I like him. <laughs> get off my lawn. I just give him my wings. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, apparently, the idea for like Spider-Man Four was supposed to be like you know mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, what's his name? Was it Toby? Topher? Right? To- no, to- not Topher. Toby? No, Topher. Was the guy who played uh, the awful Venom? Venom, yeah, yeah. yeah. He that was Topher Grace, no. but no, Toby, uh, Toby, whatever his name is, Hooper. No, no. he no, directed no. Texas Chainsaw. No, no, Toby was uh, McGillis. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and the little people. Yeah. So no, but he was the uh, he was he was Spider Man or whatever, right? But uh-huh. the idea was that they were actually going to get. Uh, now you now you screwed me all up. Where I think John Malkovich was actually supposed to play the Vulture, Vulture. in like the fourth movie, and they yeah, never yeah. wound up making it. Yeah, well, but they, tell me that the Vulture wouldn't have been awesome if John Malkovich would have played him. Oh, of course, yeah, he, it would have been yeah. pretty rad. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Even with uh, what's his name being Spider Man? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, you're talking superheroes. So is it really luck? Or is it, like you said, with Bullseye, a superpower? No, but luck is their superpower. That's the ah, idea. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So as okay. a so luck itself is their superpower. They have the ability to kind of like turn it on or turn it off. Ah, you know, okay. So and sort of use it. Luck, be a lady tonight all the time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So just like uh, you know, you know, you trip over something. You know, you just gracefully catch yourself. And Mm -hmm. I I think that's kind of the idea with Black Cat, you know, like the cat-like reflexes. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't necessarily, you know, have an association with cats except for the fact that she would always land on her her feet. And Mm -hmm. the reason why is because she had incredible luck. Was she curious? I think so. Yeah, she was curious to get cash. She was kind of a cat burglar. Oh. (laughs) She's a Catwoman ripoff? She is kind of a cat woman yeah, rip yeah. off, but there's a there was a lot of that know, going on know, with with Marvel and DC. They yeah. they both sort of did that to each other. Yeah. So, I mean, but, there's tons of of lucky things. There's you know, like you said, uh, numerology. There's lottos. There's we can go on and on and on about this. Well, we subject. can talk about the lucky numbers and fortune cookies. Yeah, there, there's so much stuff we could talk about, but I think our luck has run out. Yeah, I uh, you know. I think I'm good, you know. I've uh, I've rubbed this Buddha's belly, had a couple of beers. By the way, if you get the chance, it is a very light lager. Mm-hmm. Th- this, you know, the the, the Buddha here. Yeah, it's a, but, it's a Chinese beer. Um, I think yeah. it's like 4.5 percent alcohol. It's a very very crisp, light uh, rice beer, very yeah. much like uh, Budweiser. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, and what's really cool, which I didn't think that we explained ahead of time, but. They are – it's not like it's just painted on there. No. But the bottles are actually shaped like <laughs> the, the little, laughing Buddha. They're like little green right? jade Buddhas. Yeah, it's with, awesome. with his hands over his head. So it's actually shaped like that. The bottles are really cool. Mm. So if you get the chance, you know, try to pick some of those up. You're going to enjoy them. And then when you're done, I found an awesome little article, and I showed that yeah, to you, you earlier. Should, yeah, where people have taken these bottles and then turned them into like table tiki torches. Mm-hmm. So you, you know what I mean? You just have to have get a, you know, a little copper kind of fitting that mm-hmm. you put in there and then like tiki torch, you know, little the, wick the wicks mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, fill it up with tiki fluid, put it on your picnic table, you know, and there you, there you go. So yeah, uh, I think so I'm going to save this six pack and do that. Yeah, absolutely. New place. So it'll it'll bring a good luck. Luck be a lady. I don't know. Tonight. <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us on our 73rd episode. I'd like to think of this as our lucky episode. Okay. 
right. And we'll be lucky if we get to uh, 83. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're lucky to get to 73, Joe. And we are. We are. You know? Yeah. I mean, you guys who listen to this, uh, you know, we thank you. And in fact, listeners, I'd say that Curiosos, you are our lucky charms. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Curioso Podcast. You can tweet us at Curioso Podcast. You can also check out our videos, youtube.com backslash Curioso Podcast. You can call our voicemail line, leave us a message, 443-327-9673. On your touchtone phone, that spells Hydasword. On the Curioso.com website, on the left-hand side, you can help support the show by clicking on our Amazon link. And if you're a real Curioso, we need you to go on and give us a great five-star review on iTunes. It will help us get more listeners, and it'll make you feel good about yourself. If you'd like to check out some of our sister podcasts, check out thundergrunt.com uh blimps over baltimore blimps over baltimore blimps over blimps. chicago blimps. <laughs> rock on <laughs> oh that's nice um Suck a cheetah's dick. <laughs> Suck a cheetah's dick. When she was talking about Poor Richard's Almanac, Mm-mm. she accidentally called it Little Richard's Almanac. <laughs> <laughs> That's killing me. I, I heard it and I was like, did she, she, did she really just say that? Little Richard's did Almanac? Did she say Little Richard's Almanac? <laughs> Tutti, what is it? Uh, Tutti good. Fruity is proof that wine is good and God loves us. <laughs> Good God and Miss Molly. Also, did you know that originally the the original song Tutti Fruity wasn't Tutti Fruity on Rudy. The original song was Tutti Fruity Good Booty. I thought it was Tutti Fruity O Rudy. No, it's like Tutti Fruity on it might be O Rudy or on <laughs> Rudy. It makes the, a lot more sense with Little Richard saying Tutti Fruity on Booty. No, no, no. on Rudy. No, but the original song was Tutti Fruity Good Booty. Are you serious? I'm I'm dead serious. And when did it come out? Like the late 50s? (laughs) Yeah, late 50s. Okay, so the whole point was is that it was, you know, Good Booty as in it was a a gay song. Oh. Yes, like you have good booty. I enjoyed (laughs) your booty in a very gay way. So they had to change it Uh when, you know, when it wasn't in like – you know, rock clubs. Or yeah, whatever. but he's just naming the guy's booty, Rudy. Well, maybe it was Rudy's booty. It probably was Rudy's booty. Good golly, Miss Molly. But I'm sure just... likes to bone. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my pretty pink pistol in Baltimore with my <clears throat> balls. <laughs>